So last time we spoke about the story of the cow um, and the namesake of the surah and the different um, uh, or the, 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 the actual progression of the chronological order of the, of the story and how that differs from the recitation, the order of the recitation. Um, after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the state of Bani Israel, he mentioned the situation of the cow. He mentioned the situation where uh, they had the kitab, they had the Torah, and they disbelieved in it. Um, they had the, the al-man was salwa these beautiful uh, provisions from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they asked for something that was lesser. And so you're seeing a trend. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving a trend of how Bani Israel uh, acted in the time of Musa alayhi salam, and the times with their prophets as well, with, the, with, the, with other prophets such as uh, Yusha bin Nun. Um, Yusha bin Nun was the Fatah, the, the right? With Qala Musa li Fatahu. The Fatah in Surah Al-Kahf was Yusha bin Nun, who was the one who conquered uh, Jerusalem. And so uh, even, even with Yusha and with Harun and with other prophets that came to them, Zakaria and Yahya and Isa, they all gave them uh, trouble and they all gave them difficulties. And the Qur'an highlights all of these different scenarios that happened. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then directs the speech to the believers, to the, uh, the Muslims, at the time who were living in Medina, who were neighbors to Bani Israel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَفَتَطُمَعُونَ أَن يُؤْمِنُوا لَكُمْ وَقَدْ كَانَ فَرِيقٌ مِّنْهُمْ يَسْمَعُونَ كَلَامَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ يُحَرِّفُونَهُ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا عَقَلُوهُ وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَفَتَطُمَعُونَ You're wanting, you're uh, wishing that they're going to believe. They're going to be believers like you. But in their example, from them were people who had the kitab. They had a Torah, and when they received the, res- the, the legislation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they flipped it to something that suited their own desires. They had the Torah, they had the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they did not apply those rules, they preferred something else for themselves. So if that's their book that was revealed to Musa alayhi salam, what about the Qur'an and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam? How are they going to believe then? Right, so it's an appeal to uh, the reason of the believers, that don't, don't chase after them. Al-Hidayah is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From them were those who were kind and those who were sincere and they accepted Islam. And from them were those who were insincere and we're going to see their example that's mentioned in the following verses. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا لَقُوا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قَالُوا آمَنَّا when they, say, when they see the believers, they say, you know, this prophethood thing, these angels, we believe in that. They say to the believers that we believe, similar to the first group that was mentioned at the beginning of the surah, the hypocrites. When they see the believers, they say, we believe. Then when they meet with each other and they sit with one another, they start to say, they're going to use this as proof against us. We don't accept this. 
we're not going to accept this uh, Quran that has come to the Prophet ﷺ. We don't accept the nubuwa of the Prophet ﷺ. We don't want them to use our words as a hujjah against us. Um, and so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then highlights this inconsistency in how they're treating others versus themselves and what they conceal between their own circles and what they do before others. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Don't they know that Allah knows what they keep in secret to themselves and what they expose to others? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows what is in the hearts and He knows what is whispered in secret and He knows what is in al-alaniya or in uh, public. From them are illiterates. Al-ummi is a person who can't read or write. وَمِنْهُمْ أُمِّيُّونَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ الْكِتَابَ إِلَّا أَمَانِيَّةً وَإِنْهُمْ إِلَّا يَظُنُّونَ This is a very powerful ayah. Because the Prophet ﷺ, he mentions that we would follow the steps of the ummah before us, the Christians and the Jews and the different nations, footstep after footstep. If they go into a lizard hole, we'll follow them into that. And so we have to know the reasons why Allah ﷻ is... Uh, reprimanding Bani Israel so that we don't follow in that same footstep. And so here, From them are illiterates. They don't know anything of the book. Their own book has been warped and corrupted and changed time and time again over the generations and over the epochs of, of, of time. That they themselves lost their own book. They're illiterate to the Torah itself. And in actuality, they, they didn't have majority of the tablets um, of, of Musa alayhi and so al-ummi here is they're illiterate in their own book, in their own recitation. Where did they get their deen? La ya'lamuna al-kitaba illa amani. That they get it as folklore. Their religion became folklore that was passed down. And that's why from their stories we don't accept it because it's folklore. It's, it's just, you know, legends that are spread from one person to the other. You know, the, the tales that people tell each other in, in, over, over campfires and stuff like that. These are just assumptions on their part. They think it's true, but it's not true. They've changed it so many times. Woe to those who write the book with their own hands. And they say this is the word of Allah, but it's their own words. They know the truth, but they write something entirely different. They say that this that's written is the word of God. But it's not the word of God. And then they try to take from it, they try to purchase something that's cheap. This dunya, they chase after the dunya, they chase after the positions of, of uh, you know, you guys know these evangelical superstars, right? The, they say all sorts of inconsistencies, and it's the dunya. They get the jet, the jet planes, they get the nice stadiums, they get all of that. For what? They traded their deen for the dunya, for something that's cheap. Woe to them for what their hands wrote, and woe to them for what they have accumulated from this dunya. This is also something that we also fall into uh, this trap. Uh, they say that we will not be touched by the fire except for a few days. They say that we will not be touched by the fire except for a few days. And now we have people from the ummah of the Prophet ﷺ that will say, look, Allah is ghafoorun rahim. I'll do what I do. I'll go, I'll do my penalty. I'll do my time. And then after that, I'm going to Jannah. The same uh, logical you know, thinking 
that Bani Israel did in the past. We're promised paradise. We're the promised people. No one else is going to paradise except us, they say. And so if we do go to Jahannam, it's just for a small penalty, and then we move on after that. That's exactly what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is quoting them to, in, in, in what they say. Say, have you taken an oath? This is not an oath that you have taken, but have you taken an oath? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala won't go against his oath, but this is not an oath that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken from you. Are you speaking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that which you do not know? The worst thing that you can do is say, say something on behalf of Allah or say something on behalf of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and say it as if, it's, as if it's true when it's not true. And we know we mentioned in the Bukhari uh, series, the uh, hadith of the Prophet that's mutawatira, one of the rare hadith that's um, mentioned in mass transmission. Whoever speaks about the Prophet and lies about it, then let him prepare his seat in the fire. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from that. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clarifies and sets the record straight. Instead, rather, the person who does sins, and he is surrounded by his sins, meaning his life is all these sins, then those are the people of the fire, and they will be in it forever. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us for the fire. As for those who believe and do good deeds, and they are the people of Jannah, and they are there in it forever. Notice that the, the taqeed, the, uh, the, the, the binding of who goes to Jahannam and who goes to Jannah is based off of what? Is it based off of race? Is it based off of who's the, whose lineage is who? It's the person that does actions. The person who does a khati'ah or a sayyi'ah wa ahatat bihi khati'ah and the person who does good deeds, who believes and does good deeds. So it's not based off of who your lineage is. It's based off of your deeds. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said in a hadith that whoever takes pride, whoever takes pride in his father, and he says, oh, my father is so-and-so, my father is so-and-so, my nationality, my lineage, my this, my that, then let him, uh, you know, bite to where he came from, right? Let him go back to where he came from. Meaning that that's not, that's not any weight in value of who is a noble person who is not. Inna akramakum indallahi atqakum. The most noble of you are those who are most pious. And in another qira'ah, We've taken the oath of Bani Israel. And by the way, these are the Ten Commandments. If you want to reference the Ten Commandments that are mentioned in the Quran, the actual Ten Commandments, you can go to Surah Al-An'am, ayah number... 151, 152, and 153. Those are the Ten Commandments. And you find them reiterated as well in Surah Al-Isra. So for, for reference, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَذِي الْقُرْبَى وَالْيَتَامَى وَالْمَسَاكِينَ And also for those who are close, your cousins, your relatives, um, the orphans and the poor people. وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ حُسْنَى Speak good to people. وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاءَ Establish a salah and give in zakah. ثُمَّ تَوَلَّيْتُمْ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِنْكُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ مُعْرِضُونَ After Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala established that oath upon you, you turned away from it, except for a little of you. 
وإذا أخذنا ميثاقكم لا تسفكون دماءكم ولا تخرجون أنفسكم من دياركم Then we've taken another oath over you, Bani Israel, that you do not uh, slaughter each other, you do not spill each other's blood, and that you do not uh, expel each other from your households. You do not expel each other to take out, meaning one tribe takes over another tribe and kicks them out. Um, and you agreed to this, and you, uh, you, you took your testimonies and you took your oaths accepting this uh, command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then you, the same ones that took that oath, you kill each other from your tribes. Each tribe would fight. You know, the, the, the tribe of Judea would fight with the different tribes. They would start to have these infighting in between them. Uh, and then you expel each other from your own homes after you've taken the oath that you will not do those same actions. تظاهرون عليهم تظاهرون in other قراءات تظاهرون عليهم بالإثم والعدوان and you also uh, impose others to do this so for example if there was another tribe that was not from the Israelites they would use them as a proxy as well to kick each other out from uh, uh, from their homes similar to what's happening to the Ummah today where people would use uh, other powers to harm their own their own Muslim brethren um, and if you look into the history of Al-Andalus and you look at the rivalry that happened between Qurtuba and Tulaytila, Qurtuba, Cordoba, and, and uh, Toledo, and all of these different uh, small states, they would use the power of Isabel and Ferdinand, the, the, Span the Spaniards that are trying to reconquer uh, Andalusia, they would use them against their own Muslim brethren. The Muslims have fallen, fo followed every step that Bani Israel had done before, where they betray each other one after another. And so we have to take this as a ibrah. We have to take this as a lesson for ourselves. Not necessarily to point fingers at other nations and say, oh, look how bad you are. No, that we don't follow in their path. That we don't make the mistakes that the nations before us had made. Uh, Here's an inconsistency. When that other tribe, let's say, for example, the Israelites use the Canaanis. I think in, in English it's called the Canaanites. The Canaanites. They use the Canaanites as a proxy to attack the other, other is, uh, Israelite tribe. The Canaanites take these people as prisoners. They say, oh, these are our Jewish brethren. We're going to free them. You've taken one thing. You've kicked them out of their homes. And then you say that it's part of our religion to free them at, from, from, uh, from uh, you know, uh, slavery or, or being in prison. There's an inconsistency here. You believe in something and you disbelieve in the other. And that's what's happening today with our Muslim Ummah, where we're taking one legislation, one injunction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and leaving the other, when it's supposed to be taken as a whole. خُذِ الْكِتَابَ بِقُوَّةِ Take it, all of it with conviction, with strength. أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْضِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ فَمَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا The only uh, uh, reward for a person who does such a thing is that he will be humiliated in this land. Just like this ummah is being humiliated because of doing the same mistake, humiliation follows. And all of the nations start to take advantage of that, that nation that, is, uh, that does not have unity, that does not have compassion for one another, that does not follow the injunctions and the laws and the legislations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and picks and chooses whatever they please. 
فما جزاء من يفعل ذلك منكم إلا خزي في الحياة الدنيا ويوم القيامة يردون إلى أشد العذاب. And on the day of judgment they come to a more severe punishment. May Allah subhanahu wa taala protect us. وما الله بغافل عما تعملون in another narration. وما الله بغافل عما يعملون. And Allah is not negligent of that which you do or that which they do. أولئك الذين اشتروا الحياة الدنيا بالآخرة. Those people, the people that are like that, that have fallen in in these different characteristics, these different traits that Allah subhanahu wa taala has spelled out. Those are the ones who have purchased this life for the next. They traded their next life for this life. Their punishments will not be lessened on the Day of Judgment and they will not have any victors. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from such an outcome and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us facilitators for unity and, and callers to the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and forgive us for our shortcomings and our mistakes. These ayats were from uh, 75 to 86.